I'm Mitch Gatsky here with my answers for the Week 8 edition of the College Football Roundtable here on SportsHacks.com. Let's jump right into it. Question number one, how the hell did Virginia beat Miami? The ACC has long been a mediocre football conference packed with amazingly average teams that, from time to time, make each other look good before reality hits. In truth, this is mostly nothing more than a group of wannabe SEC schools that just can't hack it. The recent emergence of the Clemson Tigers being the obvious exception there. So really all we have is more of the same old ACC with Virginia beating Miami. The Hurricanes were handled by LSU in the only big boy game they've played, and yet somehow they had found their way up to number 16, we probably should have seen this coming when they needed to rally from a 27-7 deficit to beat Florida State just two weeks ago. Question number two, the wheels are officially off at Auburn. Should the Tigers fork over the $32 million to right the ship? If not Gus Melzahn, then who? I think the question here assumes that forking over the $32 million to release Melzahn from his contract is all that it would take to right the ship. And really, that would only be the first step. Um, and it might be a step in the wrong direction. I tend to err on the side of caution when it comes to major coaching changes. You know, the grass ain't always greener. Uh, besides, if Auburn and its fans are expecting to go toe-to-toe with Alabama, then I think they really need to check themselves. Uh, Nick Saban's Alabama is a speeding freight train no one can consistently stop the tide but themselves. So realistically, there's not much that can be done other than try your damnedest and wait it out. I mean, isn't that what Melzahn is doing? I know it's frustrating to see your rival winning so much while your team struggles. As a Michigan fan, trust me, I know. But sometimes you just got to face facts. Question number three, Georgia lost to LSU 36-16. Is it time to write off Georgia and all other teams from the SEC other than Alabama? Or can another SEC team make a legitimate push for the college football playoff? Let me start by saying I firmly believe that legitimate contenders through a combination of built-up cachet and tough competition waiting for them later in the season, they're allowed one slip up without it killing their playoff hopes. So this year you look at it, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Auburn, Penn State, and Michigan all began the season with a mulligan in their back pocket. They were all either not going to fall too far after a loss or they were going to have a chance to cancel out that loss later by earning a big win um, that awaits them on their schedule. So let's take a look. And we see that Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State remain unblemished. Auburn and Penn State lost twice, which practically seals their fate. But Georgia, Oklahoma, and Michigan have each used their one gimme, and look where they still find themselves in the standings. Georgia 8, Oklahoma 9, Michigan 6. That, boys and girls, is what I call within striking distance. So no, it's certainly not time to write off Georgia. It's time to probably forget having written off LSU for losing to Florida. And it's probably time to start looking at Florida as a team that can maybe jump into the conversation if it beats Georgia next weekend. 
there's still plenty of playoff potential in the SEC outside of Alabama. Question number four, number 17, Oregon beat number seven, Washington, 30-27. to 27. And with that loss, has the Pac-12 effectively eliminated itself from the playoff? Which team still has a chance to make the playoff? I guess Oregon with this win has opened up a possible path for itself, but the road is very dark and taking it would mean relying on help from strangers along the way. A Notre Dame loss would lift a sizable roadblock. A second SEC team would almost certainly carry with it a more impressive resume than the Ducks would, so they should hope against that happening. And don't look now, but if Texas runs the table, it will have a strong argument of its own. So Oregon still got a shot, but it needs a lot of help along the way. Question number five, Alabama and Ohio State are the only two remaining unbeaten teams in the football bowl subdivision which is likely to lose first and to what team will that loss come i don't want to make light of alabama's trip to lsu on november 3rd Um, as we've just seen that tiger bunch is wildly talented and extremely tough to beat in death valley still try drawing up the game plan that you'd be confident you could beat the tide with i sure can't but when i play that game with ohio state it's actually pretty easy, at least in theory. During the Urban Meyer era, the Buckeyes have dominated the Big Ten behind a series of outstanding mobile playmakers at quarterback. Dwayne Haskins is a good QB, but an outstanding mobile playmaker, he certainly is not. So, to beat Ohio State, I would pack the box in an effort to stop a potent rushing attack that has really become this team's calling card. They feature two backs who will play in the league Those are Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins. You've got to stop them before they get going, or they'll just keep eating yardage and chewing clock until there's no more game left. So you blitz linebackers, you bring safeties up close to the line, and you stuff that middle of the field so there are no running lanes available. You have got to win that battle in the phone booth. Then you rely on your corners to play excellent man coverage to prevent Haskins from exploiting the lack of safety help in the secondary. You know who's used that very same template over and over and over to set up some of the stingiest defenses in the country in recent years? Both Mark D'Antonio and Jim Harbaugh. I expect either the Spartans or the Wolverines, dare I say both, to beat Ohio State this fall. Question number six. Number six, Michigan heads to East Lansing to face number 24 Michigan State this week. And... The Wolverines play Penn State at home on November 3rd. If the Wolverines beat both teams, are they in contention for a playoff spot despite losing to Notre Dame in Week 1? Yes. In fact, the Wolverines would be more of a contender than the Irish would be at that point. As I detailed earlier, a non-conference loss in Week 1 can come to mean really very little when you play in a real conference with real opponents stacked on the back end of your schedule. Notre Dame has continually opted against that course of action, refusing to play by the same rules everyone else does. And it sure looks like this year is setting up to be the perfect time to teach that pretentious institution the lesson it should have been dealt decades ago. If Notre Dame wants to play a half-ass ACC schedule, fine. Then it should be treated as a half-ass ACC school. And I think I've already explained why such a school should get no love from the playoff committee. 
Question number seven before I get out of here. Which are your top five teams? Number one, Alabama. Duh. Number two, Ohio State. I think they hold the slim edge over number three, Clemson. Number four, I'm going to go with LSU. I was impressed. And number five, anyone but Notre Dame.